0: Grove Roots Brewing Company, the official beer sponsor of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Find them in downtown Winter Haven, Florida. They're also on Facebook.com forward slash Grove Roots Brewing and groveroots.com Don't forget the stuff. Happy, Happy Hour
1: with Johnny and
0: Deuce sent ya. Hello, Anthony. Yeah, we back in effect. Don't know you had a long day, but let us interject. Back, relaxing, have some cold beer, gotta pay a few bills, yeah, we're all clear, and it's deuce on the loose, you know the tag team champion. we get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp, the outlaws of the new age, and we still got love for the retro waves. you know, Nintendo, Sega Genesis, so many systems, your Dreamcast and reminisce, so pull back the curtain and hit the boot. cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke, yeah.
1: Hey everybody, and we're back with a happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. It is the last night of Recon, and and we want to thank Mark, and I want to thank Scott from HMG South for having us. We've had such a fun time. It's the end of the night. It's finally myself, Scott again, of course. We've got Tracy. We actually have got Glenn with us as well. And this, this one's going to be a free-for-all. I'm actually putting the ball on you guys' court for this episode just to kind of talk about whatever you want because I think we've gotten all the, the, business, the business talky-talky out of the way. <laughs> so now we can actually just have a couple drinks and have a good time. But I want to say, like I said again, thank you so much to Mark. Thank you so much to Scott for having us out. We cannot wait to be the official podcast again for uh, Huracan, which is going to be coming up right around the corner. Um. Yep. Yes, as, yep. as yep. Tracy is sitting on the flyer, you want to you want to yep. give them that information. Yep. Scott? Re-
2: yep. Real quick, we'll do we'll do thirty seconds of business. Uh, again, Kyle and Happy Hour Podcast. We yep. want, we we with HMGs want to thank you for coming out. Oh, anytime. Treating us so well. Get, you know doing 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 so much great coverage for us. Coming anytime. out and spending a great weekend with us and enjoying what we do. Yeah. Fantastic having you. We're looking forward to doing it again. Um, Hurricane twenty seventeen. That HMGS South will be hosting will be coming up on Thursday, September 28th and running through Sunday, October 1st. That'll be at the Park Inn by Radisson Resort and Conference Center uh, that is in Kissimmee, just outside of Orlando. Which is amazing. uh, Just off of U.S. Highway 192. Mm -hmm. Uh, Great time. Theme for that show is going to be the Dark Ages and tons and tons of great stuff listen to the listen to the earlier podcasts you hear all about it yep
1: you definitely can hear all about it and now that it's the end of the night we can finally have us a good old-fashioned do salute ah that's what i'm talking about and that one goes out to you johnny we we you have definitely been missed this conviction and we wish that you were here and we had a great time and like i said i'm throwing the ball on you guys court i've done all my dancing monkey work for the night so what do you guys want to talk about Let's talk about
2: music for a couple oh of, for a cu- only for a couple of minutes cuz I cuz cuz Kyle and I are already working on doing a whole music I, I want to do
1: one with uh with Johnny and our third member Brandy Johnny's wife because they're they're both serious metalheads. I'm not even I can't even really talk much in that conversation be careful wanna...
3: what you say because you will start getting youtube links and a whole lot of schooling
1: oh i'm sure i'm sure
2: yeah 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 you're fortunate that i tried to that, that kyle i tried to school you in music you before, did i be, just before I, youtube existed, existed yeah <laughs> otherwise you know it be, all bets would be off mm. um but uh but but yeah music stuff um um Big thing I'm looking forward to. Uh, Iron Maiden is coming to Tampa on June 10th. Yes, um, the 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 second half of the of their Book of Souls world tour right. started a little while ago. their they're, in fact tonight they're in Dublin, Ireland. Oh wow! Uh, they're 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 going to be here uh, June 10th. <laughs> Cannot wait to see them again. Um, Metallica
1: is l- coming back too, I think. Uh, or did they just come through? <clears throat>
2: It's no, one of the no, two. No, no, they haven't come through yet. Okay. They, 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 uh they are coming. They're, they're they're playing you know, Camping World Stadium or whatever. Yeah, a buddy so, of
1: mine does does work for Universal and got tickets yeah. for free. And I think he's giving them to his brother. He's like, I here. <laughs> so I think he's getting like free tickets to Metallica because his brother nice. was like, I yeah, here nice. you go. Very so, nice.
2: so 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 yeah, really looking forward to that. Uh, I've also been. Uh, uh, also, Ben jonesing and 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 scratching some itches on some some old classic British British hard rock. Okay, uh, been, I've been going through some old UFO stuff recently. Okay, um, and and actually, I mean UFO's still touring too. Um, good good old guys. Good to, good to see Phil Mogg still still doing it. Saw some good concert footage from them from back in the spring um, with with the current lineup doing doing some classic tunes. That was that was some really good footage, um, and um, God, there was somebody else that I, that I was listening to. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I I I got I got really cool news. That uh, Revolution Saints has got a new album that's going to be coming out soon. Um, they are an obscure band, but they're relatively new. But they're uh, they got uh, this is their second album coming out. Um, it th- the big thing for me is it's Doug Aldridge on guitar. Uh, Doug played with uh, a recent lineup of White He was in a band called Lion back uh, back in the old days. Um, great guitar player really really cool guy the songs and the music on Re- Revolution Revolution have been great um I'm just ecstatic as all hell for, for for that second album that'll be that'll be a blast um and i'm waiting for my buddy rob to find a, a really good small metal show with some of the some of the newer bands that's playing in a venue that i actually want to go to right
1: well, Tracy, what, what, <laughs> to ask you, uh, what, um, what, what games were you really liking this weekend? Or like, let's say I gave you a magic credit card that had some money on it, and you could have picked some games up this weekend. What do you think you would have picked up? I would up? have
3: appreciated that magic credit card when I um, bought a whole bunch of Frostgrave miniatures. Right, because Glenn, so. you were
1: just playing with our buddy Mr. Cupcake himself, Eric from the Just Dice League. We were playing with him some Frostbite earlier. Because he's he's been running that most of the week. I think he played
3: he? it like eighteen times. To- he says eighteen times this which weekend, which means four. Which four means or five. four. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's a. It is a, from what I understand. It is somebody described it really well when they walked by Friday morning. It is Munchkin, and a, a classic D and D dungeon crawl, had a baby. And made miniatures, and that's Frostgrave. That it is a done. <laughs> I don't know who it was who said
2: it. I remember uh, hearing that.
3: Yes. That it is. Um, you have a tiny little warband, and it's wizards and magic, and your objective is to go in and get as much treasure as you can and get off the board. And if you take out other. You know, war bands. That, so it's player versus player, right? Which you know can be kind of fun if you have the right mix of people playing, right? And um and and some of these miniatures are fantastic, right? And so um, we might have dropped some cash on some Frostgrave miniatures, so now that I have time to paint again and to assemble miniatures and all that, so
1: that'll be the new fun project. That's
3: my new fun project. Yes. So
1: awesome. Um. So what what else have you been digging from this weekend? Glenn, go ahead is that for me. That's yeah, for sure. you. anybody it's like i said this
2: is gonna be just, just kind of off the, the room, wall open open table so yeah yes.
1: um
4: i like meeting up with all the all the people we game with you know that's the number one thing is hanging out with your your friends you don't get to see that often because you only see each other here yeah you know, or or maybe just a few times outside of this um you know so getting together and Play uh, RPGs for a little while with a bunch of people. Um, you know, we played a really good game of um, what is it? Uh, it came from beyond the Still? oh, fr- well, it was so called? it was. Yeah, it came from it beyond came from beyond the from beyond still.
3: The still. Yeah. It's yeah. this. So one of our JDL members, Just Justice League members, Doc, he is fantastic with miniatures and you know settings and sets. And of course, if you ask him about anything, he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I just kind of threw it Doc together." Doctor is very, very smart. He's brilliant, and he's such a talented painter and and set builder, and the whole nine yards. And it was a really fun game. Um, I got to play Crazy Edna, the cat lady, who one of her special attacks was she could send three cats to attack someone else. Yeah, nice. it was it was fantastic fun. And Glenn, you played the men in black. Because there were aliens. Yep. Yeah, um, the, the,
2: yeah. The 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 whole gist of it came from beyond the still. It's hillbilly rednecks and aliens.
1: Okay, I'm with you so far. And it's
3: great fun, <laughs> and and it was you know and it's you never a lot know of what's fun gonna happen. It
4: doesn't take itself too seriously. It's not yeah. you, know, uh, uh, you know I mean that's just it. it it's just not Warhammer. Yeah, it doesn't, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't yeah. Right. take itself too seriously. It's you know yeah. obviously a very tongue in cheek and 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 a lot of hilarity ensues.
3: And it's something that, like, w- you know, one of the ki- one of the people playing with us at the table, we found out this evening, was 12. Right. You know, and, and she was holding her own and, right. and playing by herself, you know, and that's one of the beautiful things about this show is kids can go play at a table, and it was perfectly fine. And she, you know, played just as well. As, I mean, was kicking some of our butts, honestly, you know, with her little um ufo because she was playing the aliens and she could go through and just was wiping out people oh, wow. um and and so it was a lot of fun it was a good way to kind of start the morning with just kind of a fun game that wasn't serious and you know yeah it wasn't this whole you know yeah we had rulers and yeah okay you, you know these, these people can move 12 inches and these can move you know six inches but it wasn't like if you glance over at some of the really strict historical games where they are sitting there and pulling the tape measure out and it's exactly this many yeah. inches and you roll this many die exactly. I mean, because there were times it was like, well, we want to do this and Doc's like, well, okay, um, if you get a one, then, you know, you, you can only do it if you get a one, you know, kind of thing. And yeah. so because it wasn't in the rules and, and so it was a lot of fun and it was I mean, tons of laughter and just a really good time awesome. playing that game.
1: Well, I think everybody's had a good time this weekend and I think I'm going to throw a topic out here just because I know it's one we've wanted to talk about the Fantasy Factory because I think you can speak on it as well just so I throw <laughs> out a topic you can Kind of tell us a little bit, of, an oral history, if you will, condensed somewhat. Condense. A, condensed. That was the key word, yeah, condensed. Of the Fantasy Factory. And I think we can all kind of throw our cheeks Tracy, 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 Tracy
2: says that looking at me with an accusing eye. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I am shocked, shocked that you would consider anything I did not being condensed. Wow.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and if any of our LRPG people are listening, they know that I usually have a timer. For you, for all of our meeting. Yeah, our I forgot to bring and- <laughs> my egg timer with me
1: just for this occasion. But it's something that I've all said. All of you people suck. Okay? I've said for a while I wanted to do is kind of like a, a oral history of the Fantasy Factory. Just because I think for a lot of us, that besides Matt's, which was Downtown Comics, it was the comic slash gaming store for our area. Especially if you lived in Lakeland, that was... Like it, that was like the go to place to get your games and get your comics and all yeah. that stuff. And, and had a long, long history. So, yeah, cause, um, the fantasy factory
2: opened in sometime mid, uh, sometime mid to late 1987. Yeah. Um, uh, store owner, Richard Parker, and, uh, it always wanted to have a store, right? Um, with tongue in cheek, he, he, most of the time, tongue in cheek, uh, he, 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 he always kind of kicks himself for even doing it in the first place. He said, if I knew now what I knew then, I would never have done this. Right. Um, cause really doing an independent specialty game store, comic and game store, is not how you make any money. No. Um, you do it cause you love it. Yeah. And, and, and Richard loved it. I mean, Richard is, Richard, I, I love Richard. He's one of my brothers. Yeah. Um, but he, he he is very much the classic comic book game guy. He is yeah. an introvert to the nth degree. Um, you know, he opened the store so he would have easier access to get shit, so he wouldn't have yeah. to drive to Tampa. Yeah. You know, <laughs> no, is, exactly. You know, which is you know, which is not a fault on him. A lot no. of guys open a store for that very and reason. And it's not
3: just gaming. I have a friend who owns a yarn shop. Yeah, who has a yarn shop so that she could buy yarn first. That's yeah. right. Yes. Same.
2: It's it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the store opened up in 1987. And while he was in high school, he started talking about it even then. And a friend of his from high school, um, uh, John Hatfield, said said jokingly, half-assedly, "Like, well, if you open a store, I'll work for you." Lo and behold! <laughs> lo and he behold, he opened that's the what store. Happened. Yeah. Um, um. the The store opened up in Lakeland. It was it, it was in a small little it, one of the one of the smallest single units spaces that there were in in the particular strip mall they opened up in. Um. And Uh, by hook by crook by by blind luck by perseverance by stubbornness stupidity whatever yeah um, it 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 lasted it moved to it moved to one of the bigger Bigger single spots spots in in the strip mall Um, and then eventually it moved into one of the one of the big double spaces right and then once it once it outgrew that spot it moved to one of the newer shopping centers just a mile or so down the road right um, shortly after that, let's see, and that was, that move happened uh, sometime in '97. So they they were in the old spot for ten years. Yeah, um, and then sometime in 1998, um, my life brought me to their door. I've been a customer for a while. Right. Um, my life brought me to their door with hat in hand, looking yeah. for a job. And it was going to be a temporary gig because I need it. I, I remember that. I remember yeah. when
1: he took the job and he's like, more or less he thought it was going to be like a layover. He's like, ah, I'm just going to do this for like six months and kind of like, you know, start looking for other stuff. But, you know, I need a paycheck. So, you know, and then what was it like 15, 15 year, years Goddamn later, years later. Yeah, it's like that is the <laughs> longest fucking layover I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. 15 years. So,
2: but, you know, it's, be, it, it's because, you know, I mean, I'm a gamer. Yeah. You know, I, I, I tried to do the comic thing when I was a kid. I mean, I liked comics, but yeah. it would but, you know, I mean, you know, I got the Electric Company magazine, the Electric Company television show. They did yeah. a magazine back when I was a kid and there was a Spider Man comic in there. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, I like Spider Man. Occasionally there'd be, you know, Hulk would be in there. It's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Bought a couple of comics when I was a kid, but it right. wasn't wasn't the huge thing. But, you know, I knew the characters. Right. So, you know, I, I could carry on a conversation. I knew enough of the history because I wasn't a dumbass and I yeah. made attention as people you, told me You stuff.
1: you knew enough to be dangerous, as right. my dad it, likes it, to say. It, 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 yeah. Exactly,
2: but you know, but but the gaming side was really was really my deal. Yeah, you know, but by that point, I'd, I I had been an active participant in the gaming hobby for uh, about nine years, about nine or ten years by that point. Um, so that was that was where I was at. Um, we were there for in that spot for. Quite a while. Yeah.
1: Uh, I want to say that big spot, you were there for like 10, uh, 12, fi- 12 we're, years. Yeah, we're there 12 years. Yeah, I was going to say like 10 to 15, yeah. somewhere in there. Because you were there a long time. Because yeah. all pretty much most of my high school – in college, and even once I got out of college, you guys were still, right? You know, and that is that is the deuce version of college, which is several years and no degree. So <laughs> that, that I mean that that is a very long period of time when I say college. So. Because uh, I
3: was sitting here going remember you saying that you went to college
1: Oh, i went to several <laughs> oh, if you if you oh, had a college hi. i've been you there You and me both <laughs> so and i've taken a class or, or two so yeah i did, I did several yeah. years of college as i do the, the, the college the, experience the, the college experience yes. yeah but uh you guys were there a long time yeah. until you moved to the final building right we moved to the
2: final location uh and we were there for just sh- somewhere about four years, yeah, some, some, somewhere somewhere in that rough ballpark, yeah. um, and it, we wanted to stick through. We want we wanted to keep doing it because yeah. you know, you know, we'd opened up in '87. It was it was it was early, um, early early 2012. Oh, <laughs> um, and you know. We we you know we were right there. We you know we wanted we wanted to hit you know this 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 magic number as far as anniversary right because you know it, good you know good bad and different you know uh, as far as performance good or bad economy you know any number of reasons an independent comic and game store it's hard to go it's hard to hit ten years it's yeah. it's, it's damn difficult to hit twenty five it is yeah. fucking impossible to hit to hit beyond that yeah we were on the cusp. We wanted to stick it out. We wanted to do it. Times right. had been tight. You know, we moved because budget was getting tight. The right. economy was the economy was in the damn toilet. Yes. Yeah. You know, we moved to a smaller place. It was cheaper. We saved a bunch of money. You know, we were cutting some corners as far as our budget being. You know. Be, you know. Be, being good stewards, being yeah. diligent. Um, and then Richard had, over the course of, nine weeks, had three different real life events, come up and. Slap him in the ass. Yeah, that all cost him money. Yeah. (laughs) So the support that he would that he was giving to the store dried up. You know he 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 came in in April and said, "That's it. I'm sorry, we're done." (laughs) Yeah. Um. John and I, of course, panicked because okay, that means we have to get real jobs. We can't do that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um. So so uh, you know, John and I scrambled. It's yeah. like how can we make this work? What can we do to keep to keep this going? Right. Not ju- not just for us, but also for our customers, was yeah. for the local area. Because yeah. we've got we had people that have been with us since day one.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, we had we had people who you know who would come in and who had found us after and, you know after that. Right. You know, we had a lot of a lot of longtime regulars who not only were they good customers for us, they they were friends, they were family. I mean, we were we were a tight knit group. And because the local um, geek culture community, as far as, far as the professional end, right. had changed, had kind of shifted, you know, um, we wanted to stay a part of it because we wanted to make sure that it was done right, right, and for the right reasons and with the right attitude. Um, so you know, we, we let some of our customers know quietly f- at, at first, and right. a couple guys stepped up and said, Hold on. Let me do some looking. Let me do some talking. Let me do some thinking. Um, and we had uh, we had three of our customers who were considering buying Richard out right. to, to help keep us going. But once again, because we don't live in a vacuum, yeah. they all had real life stuff that came up too. Yeah. You know. You know. One one of them, his you know his mother, who was, I mean, because this particular customer was a little bit older, his mother was a lot older, and there was a medical crisis. Okay, that means his time's got to go there. Um, another customer, um, you know, married, got kids. He, you know, he got a little bit of a stash put put aside. You know, said this could possibly do. He talked to the wife. The wife said, "Fine." He talked to his accountant, and his accountant said, "Are you out of your damn mind?" Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: that that's the guy you never want to talk to about <laughs> right. those situations because he's going to shoot your ass down in a heartbeat. Right. Like um, that is ridiculous, right? And 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 then the third one.
2: Um, uh, for, for a few different reasons, ended up not quite working the exact same way. Right. Uh, he he ended up buying the product and you know and selling it. So, but he didn't yeah. keep the store. Yeah, I cause, remember cause that when ab- it happened because he yeah. wasn't able to at that time. Yeah. Because uh, you know, because some other stuff had happened. So you know, we had gone. We we go through for like another six months, but then yeah. but then you know, August of, August of that year was it. Um, and
1: now did he sell all the product and everything off once they finally decided to shutter the doors to somebody else
2: um, uh, yeah the 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 third customer that we were looking at to actually buy everything he right. he, he ended up buying the pro- the remainder product the product um, and he has and he has been selling it off you know in piecemeal because he does the eBay store thing and yeah, all yeah. that. Um, he's been selling off, you know, little bits and pieces of it as time has gone on, but, but the store, the physical storefront itself shuttered at that point had, had, had to be shuttered at that point. Um, and it was, I mean, it was obviously, it was a sad day for us. It was a sad day for, for a lot of our customers. Um, some of our long time regulars, you know, family guys who had been there forever. Um, the last day, you know, we, 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 our last day of business went on a Saturday. Normally we, we, we would close at eight o'clock on Saturday. We closed. We closed at five that day, and we, you know, kind of redressed the store a little bit, put out some tables, and we had a party. And, oh, nice! And, and we opened up at six, invitation only for some of our regulars, and you know, the register stayed open. They bought some more shit. You know, we had a cake. We had a bunch of pizza. You know, since we were closing, it was a week, so yeah. You know, you know, we, you know, our our good buddy Lebo brought the booze. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And you know everybody came out, and you know it was cool. Yeah. It it softened the blow a lot for us personally. Yeah. because you know a lot of folks came out and actually did it, and it was it was it was nice. Um, but you know when you know when the store opened, you know I mean you know when you know when I and Glenn and you were kids, you know the 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 Polk County gaming, you know gaming and comic and geek culture. We did have a lot of outlets, and they're all small, and everybody knew the guys that went there, and they yeah. talked to each other. You know, I mean, you know, you know, uh, Matt opened his store actually a little bit after a little bit after Fantasy Factory did. But there was another hobby shop in Winter Haven that was, you know, traditional hobby doing a little bit of the comic and game stuff. Right. Um, uh, we had Old Man Ray running Abacus Hobbies in Lakeland. Yeah. Um, uh, Dragons Lair in Lakeland was open. Um, God, there was one other one too. Um, forget their name now. Um, but, but we had like three or four outlets, and then yeah. Fancy Factory opened. So, but it, and it was a cool community. Yeah. Then the mid nineties hit, and stuff started to change. Some stores closed. You know, the yeah. feel of some of them changed. Then ultimately, it came down to Fancy Factory and
1: Matt's Store downtown Comics in Winter Haven. Which I always was of the opinion there was good blood between the oh, two of we, them. We were, they always worked hand in hand yeah, with each other. Uh, uh, three or four times,
2: you know, Matt would call up and go, Hey, you got this? It's like, yeah, it's like, Okay, here's my credit card, you know, chart, you know, I'm buying it and mail it to me or I'll come get it or bring yeah. it over to me. You know, and then, you know, it's like fine, I'd sell him the stuff out of the register and you know, yeah. and, and and he'd sell it. Um, in fact there was so much good blood be- between the two stores that, you know, I had been gaming at Matt's for a long time before yeah. I started working at the factory. My game table, you know, the game group that I was with, you were you were yeah. a part of it because you were yeah. doing the battle tech together, um, and you know, my own personal D and D group kind of grew out of that. Once I started working at the store, well, Richard became part of my game table. Right, we were still playing at Matt. Richard, who owned the Fancy Factory, would drive to Winter Haven, and we would game in Matt's store. Store. So you know, I mean, it would. Yeah. You, you don't have that with. Without a
1: good relationship. Without a good
2: relationship. And you damn sure don't have something like that happening now with the current corporatized state of of, of, of comic book and game stores we have in
1: the area. Yeah, which I think that's the only thing, and not to, to throw any stones, the mom-and-pop comic book stores we have in the area I think are great, but the monopolized corporate chain comic book stores we have definitely... It's almost like, I don't even know why you're here if you don't want to be a part of the community. Like, if you don't care about who's in the community or who's... You know, then why are you here? To me, that just makes no sense. Right. I mean, as,
2: oh. somebody, as somebody who has been an active part of, the, of, of of retail in general since he was in high school, which was a while ago, and the amount of time I spent at the factory... Yeah. You know, seeing what we did, seeing what Matt did. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean Glenn... You know, Glenn hung out at the store. Glenn did a little Glenn bit of work at the store. Worked at the store. <laughs> he got to work to the store for real for a while. You know, so um, you, know, you know, you know, you can. You know, he's nodding his head right now, folks. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, you know, he gets it too. It's like, you know, we worked there because we liked it. We worked there because we got it.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, it, it, it was it was part of the job interview. It's like, okay, what book do you? you know, what comic book do you read? What's your character? Yeah. You know that that sort of thing with the corporatized style of how comic book and game stores now. It's like it, it's like working at Walmart or Target. Okay, I need a monkey who can run a fucking register. Well, yeah. it doesn't matter if you a, know the shit or not. Yeah.
3: Speaking as a customer, so I came into gaming late. Um, my my first real my first initial taste of gaming. Somebody provided me a book, and we you know I didn't have to go to a store to get anything. Right. When I came into gaming more full time, so to say, as you know, as a gamer. And um, which was just under six years ago now, um, I went to, and I didn't know you yet as a friend, you know. But Glenn took me to Fantasy Factory and said, "Well, we're going to go to Fantasy Factory, and we're going to, you know, because we're members of Lakeland Role Playing Guild, and this is where we go. Like this is just, just what just we do. Just the way it is. Right? Yeah. It's just what it is." And there it was like, you know, I mean, I picked up a couple books that I thought were interesting and I took them to the counter and I remember that you talked to me about them. And it was, oh, this is really cool because if you're really into this, you might also want to read this book that's over here and, oh, let me go And it wasn't, I didn't feel like it was an upsell.
1: Or a sales pitch. Right, it was was more,
3: if you're interested in this, this is the next thing you're going to want to read. Yeah. Whereas I have gone to the more corporate type of stores. And besides the, so who are you buying this for? Which
1: makes me stabby.
3: um, (laughs) Because then I say a lot of really bad words under my breath. Um, There isn't that, like, and I've even tried to have that conversation. Like, I've tried to initiate that conversation. Because I'm like, we're all gamers. This should be, and it's not. It's, okay, here's your total. And I think back on if new gamers are coming into the community and this is the experience they're getting what is that saying to them? You yeah. know? And, and so this is why we're only seeing these little pockets. And, and at the role playing guild when we get people who are like I didn't know there was a guild in Lakeland I'm like we've been around for 17 years how have you not known about us? Because, because there isn't a community anymore. There isn't a
2: community anymore and, and, yeah. and they just got around and they, and they just got old enough or mature enough or progressed enough right. to enter the hobby after my store closed. Right. You know, I mean, it, I know that's so, I know that that sounds arrogant as hell.
3: But but there's a community at B- that but store.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Beca- you know? because, because we were an independent, because it was a local guy that owned it, a local guy that ran it, toward the end a local guy that occasionally came into it. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> but
3: like at your store, I, I fa- at the factory, I felt like I could come in and say – I don't know if I, you know, this cover looks interesting. Let me look through the book. I could plop my butt down on the floor and read through the book and you wouldn't be standing there going, okay, so are you buying that or not?
2: John might occasionally. Well, but <laughs> see I never saw him.
3: Um, I mean cuz as far as I knew you owned the store. Like that's that was my impression of the whole thing. Yeah. Don't, because... don't worry because that
1: pretty much is how that went. <laughs> <laughs> that that that's like, exactly how that like, went. No, it owned me. Yeah. yeah.
3: Because you were the only person I ever saw. And so but I could go up to you and go, "Okay, so how is this different from, you know, my only time playing D&D was a like a handful of sessions and we were playing forgotten realms and that's my only gaming experience is this different is this the same what do they mean by this mechanic and i know i could have come up to you and said help me understand this mechanic because i want to play it or god forbid i'm crazy enough to think i'm going to run it right now um and help me through this Whereas at a bigger, you know, more corporate type store, they're going to be like, oh, well, you're getting this, you also want these eight supplements and this box of dice, and did you get also this? You know, because, like, I went to just a regular bookstore yeah. that had gaming books um, and bought, picked up a player's guide because... Our kid likes to read everything, and so he was reading the um, Game Master section of the source book, and we needed to stop <laughs> that. So <laughs> we, I was like, we're just going to get him his own player's guide. Yeah. And so I took that to the counter, and the first question was, oh, do you have dice, and do you have this, and do you have that? I'm like, oh, honey, we have all these books. Like, this is a gift book. Like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't know who you think you're talking to here, yeah. but I'm a gamer. Yeah. You know? And so there's just a different feel. and I wonder, and grand, yes, a lot of this is always colored by the fact that I am a woman in the gaming world, right. and that that is a hard road to hoe yeah. for many of us um, to feel comfortable and safe. But when you have when you have the more corporate stores that are looking at you as a customer and then wondering, oh, you don't fit that demographic that we are aiming for, therefore, you must be buying as a gift. Therefore, let us upsell you because you must not know what you're doing. Yeah, You know, Um, how many people are we not getting into the community because of that? Yeah. Whereas when it's the mom and pop store that is all about, oh, so have you been playing this? What other games have you played? What kind of character class are you looking at? Did you see that we also just got this in? that has some extra stuff in it and it's For pretty cool. classes Right. Like if you you're want, playing, yeah, you know, they like,
1: tailor it to you when right. they do the upsell at Yeah. Least. So at least you feel a little bit better It's about a little the upsell. softer upsell yeah. and yeah. I don't
3: feel as bad about the upsell then. You know, that it's more tailored to what I'm already doing and it's assuming that I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know
2: And and you know now sometimes at least at least with me, you know, I I know that I did it. I would like to think that there'd be a couple of others that in the in the mom-and-pop independent category that 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 did it too there were a few times I actually down sold people yeah yeah you know, young younger guys younger girls would come in you know they would you know it's like hi how's it going you need like no 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 one I'm looking for it's like okay awesome they'd go to the bookshop and they'd come up with four or five books It's like okay cool and I would look at the books and I would see it's like okay Okay, it's the players handbook, it's the monster manual, and it's the DMG, plus there's a couple of splat books for a couple of the classes. Oh and look, they got a campaign book. It's like are you starting a new campaign? Are you replacing? Are you are you having like you know, like a group copy it's like, No, we're no, I'm just starting out. Okay, then 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 kid, players handbook, that is all you need right now. Yeah. It, there is a crap ton of information in here that it's gonna take you a while to get through. Right. Not because you're dumb. By no means am I saying that but because it is a lot of info and you're brand new to this do you, are you gaming with anybody no it's like a bunch of us want to try this and you know, you know and we decided i'm going to run it oh dear god you need somebody who knows what they're doing first yeah yeah you can't just jump in blind right you know you there I, I defy anyone to tell me that they're going to go to one of the corporatized stores hub, hub, and then be stores. like not or, just ring
1: all that shit up and say have a nice, have day. A
2: nice
3: day right it's, and do you want some dice with that yeah is what it comes down to right
2: you know you i know. mean and, and then and then this these four potential new hobbyists yeah we've lost them three months in because oh my god, there's so much stuff to do, and oh my god, I don't understand any of this. And, and now they got overwhelmed, and I mean, they've
1: spent a bunch of money, and now they, right. not right. only do they feel overwhelmed, they also feel a little burnt at the same yeah. time. And because, embarrassed. Nobody yeah.
3: wants to admit that I just spent $200 on books that I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, You know, I mean, and as a moderately experienced gamer at this point, when I pick up a new system, there is about a month in it of going, oh, yeah. what is this? you know like I don't understand especially if it's a completely different system than what I have typically played right um and so yeah I think I think the community aspect I think we've lost something with not having those community stores anymore and you know will we get them back I don't know I mean it's still a touching economic situation to try to say i'm gonna open a game store like you have to have a lot of security net yeah. underneath you to run something like that
2: right. well you know i mean opening any business well, any yeah. a, any type of store doesn't matter what it is whether yes. you know wh- i mean you know you know and, and you know every day consumables to yeah. you know to the fun stuff doesn't matter what it is yeah unless you have sitting on your on your desk enough liquid capital to get you through your rent, utilities, <coughs> phone bill, right business license, um, uh, occupational license, well, b- yeah. b- 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 insurance yeah. rather, you know, and, and all that for a year, you probably shouldn't open a store. I mean, yeah. that, that's plain and simple. I mean, yeah. because because a brand new store of any kind, brand new restaurant, whatever. You're not making any money your first month's minimum. Yeah. And first year is probably is not unlikely.
1: Yeah. You know, and... If you break even that first year, you did really well. You did fantastic. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you know. and
3: this is a niche market. And niche market type of stores are very expensive yes. to start up. You know, it's... You have to look at it and see what is the bare minimum I can order from these different places. And if I want to have... A wide variety of things. Now, this is different lines of credit that I have to open, and many companies will not offer a line of credit to new businesses. Yeah, I, I, you're I, having to pay cash, right? I
2: <laughs> I recently had a discussion with somebody, you know, because it you know it's been a, only a few years since I was in that business. In in that business, the landscape since since the fallout of the cr- of the crash, yeah, the landscape. For new hobby shops, yeah. has changed. I I don't recognize it, and it's only been four and a half years since I was last in it. Yeah. You know, the minimums have changed, the requirements have changed. Distributors won't even talk to you unless you've unless you've been around for six months. So you're forced to deal directly with manufacturers and publishers. Right. Um, none of them are given credit. They're all they're all doing COD. Yeah. Uh, which on the one hand is good because if you don't have the cash, you know, yeah. you're, you're not ordering shit. But by the same token, it makes it hard to keep, you know... Stuff in stock. To keep stuff in stock and to keep a good, keep a good you know, uh, building block on the shelf. Right. To start off with.
3: And now, with new technology, you can get so many of your gaming books by PDF yeah. through online companies. Even comics now, you oh, get yeah. them yeah. virtually. I mean, and so yeah. there's Mail no... Order, unless yeah. you are typically a miniatures type of gamer right. where you... And even that you can order online. Yeah. But if you're the type that you need to see or you want to, you know get them from a local place it's really difficult to figure out you know i mean you can be a gamer now without needing a local hobby shop you know you what you're missing is that community and and so yeah you can do it all without being in a physical store and so it's kind of becomes this really horrible cyclical thing where the only people who can afford to be open are the big corporate stores where there because they've got isn't the fallback and the they've community. got the equity yeah. right and then there isn't the community there and so then what is that doing to the state of the of the environment it's almost cannibalizing it? itself Yeah,
1: I mean eating itself you know uh, at that point right. because I mean you're, you're not going to have the mom and pop places that care you're only going to have the corporate stores that are just going to kind of keep feeding the machine or only there to kind of uh, take your money which is really really sad uh, but we do need to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with more of the happy hour with johnny and deuce this episode of the happy hour with johnny and deuce is brought to you by retro, retro game, game treasure
0: retro game treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube and many
1: more. Now announcing they are delivering straight to you Nintendo DS games and PSP games. What did listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put it in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order.
0: Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com. Pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't
1: forget to tell them that the Happy happy Hour hour with with Johnny and Deuce sent you. you. We're back with a happy hour on Johnny and Deuce And we've been talking about uh, local comic shops Because of course Scott himself ran Fantasy Factory for so long Glenn, I want to ask you about your first time going to Fantasy Factory Do you remember the first time you went?
4: I think I do I'm not real good with dates, man Oh, you don't need a date, um, just a story uh, That's all
2: you need You're younger than I am, Glenn uh,
4: You can remember when it was Yeah, it don't work so well no more
3: Um, remember he's the father uh, of a teenager so there's that
4: I uh, went out to um, I think my friend um, and I rode out there or maybe it was my mom we were out shopping or something and I just happened to see it But I remember going in and I'm pretty sure that's where I found uh, a Robotech RPG by Palladium and I was blown away because I was watching Robotech. I watched Robotech on, you know, TV, on the yeah. cartoon after school and all that. And then I was like, oh, my God, there's a Robotech RPG. So I think I, I'm pretty sure that that was, like, the first thing I had gotten at Fantasy Factory. Factory. And um, and it may have even have been before Downtown Comics had opened. I I don't remember exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, if you were seeing Robotech on on any of the TV shows, I think it was. Yeah, because that would have been like
1: late 80s. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
4: Um, So, yeah, that was. um, I know it was in the very tiny store. Okay. Which just listened to your story. That was the first one, I guess. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that was, you know, but I remember you guys had a really good RPG selection and that, you know, with lots of Traveler and you know i remember looking at the silent death uh box set there and things like that you know yeah. um uh yeah that that's i'm pretty sure that's where i got uh my where i discovered palladium games through Robotech at fantasy factory and then i remember calling the fantasy factory because uh rifts had been out for maybe a year or so and the palladium rifts right. rpg and they had just released their Vampire Kingdoms source book and my friend and I needed to have that so badly yeah um so we called Fantasy Factory and you guys had one and we drove all the way out to uh we borrowed my mom's van drove all the way out there to the Fantasy Factory just so we could get the Vampire Kingdoms like the like the day it was released, or something like that, it was like because we were total nerds. But yeah. You know.
1: Well, no, and I mean, I remember like when I was a kid, like the first like kind of store like that I went to was Enterprise Seventeen O One in Orlando. Uh, yep. yep. And, and I remember that was a big deal. That that was that
2: was the mecca like drive in Central Florida yeah. back. Yeah. Today, yeah, it
1: man.
4: was. It was. Yeah, it was.
1: And I remember because it wasn't very far from my grandmother's. So, usually it would be like, hey, we're going to go to grandmother's. And as a treat or award word on the way back, we'll go, we'll go by Enterprise seventeen one.
3: Read as, you need to behave yourself. Oh, and then <laughs> and you, you can go. go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, which was really, really cool. But then mom was like, my God, man, this, this is a place way the hell out of here. So, then WTOG44, which is now the CW uh, in uh, uh, Tampa, would play. Next Gen in the afternoon. So, this was probably, like, early, mid-90s. And you guys had a commercial for I, Fantasy I, I remember, Factory. I remember those yeah. commercials. Yeah. I was
4: blown away. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, and they had, like, a
1: spaceship that landed in the parking lot or some shit. Like, it was really, oh, like, uh, early CGI.
2: Uh, uh, oh, yeah, that one... I. See that was before, obviously before I started
1: working there. It was like a ghetto looking Y wing. Yeah. It was like a. It was like Lando Calrissian lost a bet. This was a Y wing he got that he had to fly that looked yeah. like a hoopty. Yeah, like, that,
2: yeah, that, that that was that was the original commercial. It didn't it didn't last very long. Yeah, and that, and that was and that was the TV stations, you know, ad ad department. They put in shit. Yeah. Um. Uh. Then they then then they upgraded the store to a newer commercial, which cost a little bit more money. That actually right. had. Actually had footage that they had licensed from Star Trek Wrath of Khan.
4: Oh, okay.
2: And then there, and also I believe there was a there was also a blip from Dragon Slayer.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think I, I, remember, I remember that remember one. The Dragon Slayer, Inter- inters- yeah.
2: Interspersed with the nameless customer played by John looking at a book. Oh wow! And look, yeah. every time he turned a page, there'd be a new clip from one of the movies. Yeah. And he'd nod, and smile, and close the book, and walk into the register. And, yeah. You know. Uh, that and Christ, that ran. Forever. God, that ran for like five years. Yeah,
1: but it did because literally, like every afternoon, I, because there was a babysitter who would watch me. So she would come home and, like, she figured out really quick that if she put me in a separate room and put Star Trek on. Like, that was the best way to occupy Deuce. Like, let's put him in the room. And still is. Yeah. Let's put him in the other room. Let's put Next Gen on. And he will entertain himself until his mom picks him up. And that's just the best way. Instead of letting him loose with all the other children that rage from, like, toddlers to, you know, my age. Because if not, he might be deciding to have toddler fight club in the backyard or something. Just because he got bored. So... You know, so I would do that, and I'd watch it. I was like, Mom, there's a place in Lakeland. She's like, really? And this is way pre-internet. So we had to, like, look through a phone book. (laughs) Look that up, kids, phone books, and, uh, and, like, find it. And we called, and we went one, I think it was, like, a Saturday or something. And I know it was hooked into, like, a trip to the mall or something. Like, we had to go to the mall and do stuff. She's like, all right. You know, you mind your p's and q's. and I'll take you down to Fantasy Factory afterwards. So wait, here's
3: a date check. Yeah. Was the mall in North Lakeland or was the mall in South Lakeland?
1: Which is the side that the old mall's in now? The old
3: malls in s- the old mall, which is now a church. Right. No. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. There's, there's two old malls.
1: There's okay, two yeah. old malls, buddy. It's <laughs> not the one that's the church. I don't think. Okay. I want to say it was the other so
3: one. So originally, where the church is in yeah, South yeah, yeah. Lakeland, that's was the mega church.
1: No, the
2: mall. No, not South Lakeland. East Lakeland. so yeah. like Whatever. Oriole, no, not whatever. Those
3: of us who lived in North Lakeland called that South Lakeland.
2: Okay. Back then, you lived out in the sticks in the swamp. Yeah. I
3: understand that, but we called it South Lakeland. So
1: <laughs> well, we're, and then the mall li- moved the to North off, Lakeland yeah, on the new. which one off, off of I-4. Like yes. You get off I-4 and that it's right That was there. the
3: new mall. That
1: was the new mall. And
3: okay. then there's these shops that don't have inside walkways. Yeah. Which is not a mall.
1: I call that fancy mall.
3: That's no That's Lakeside Village That's the village Because it's not a mall mall. (laughs) Because a mall implies That you're walking In air conditioning The entire time Okay That is That is the new fancy shops That destroyed the North Lakeland Mall Right
1: Right yeah. So it was the North Lakeland Mall oh, then. Because yeah, okay. I, I don't think, <laughs> I do not think it was the old church. Because at one point, I want to say that old church might have been a Sam's Club or something. Sam's Club did, was there. Was there was, Sam's Club there yes, for Yeah. That was there for, 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 for like a, a minute. Because I remember we used to go to Sam's Club yeah. too. So we would go to that building. Because I remember yeah.
3: doing a lock-in in the old mall. The yeah. old, old mall. Yeah. In Girl Scouts. We did a lock-in huh. in the mall. And it was, the ceilings were really, like the ceilings were only like, 10 feet Why at the this most. Why does sound
1: like the start of an 80s movie? Like <laughs> because we had it the was girls, the 80s. We had a Girl Scout lock in at the mall. Like <laughs> yeah. It sounds like <laughs> the start of the a John, John Hughes movie or something. Uh, no, no. <laughs> because
3: a, it was the it, 80s. No, it's a horror movie. It was movie. a horror uh, movie.
2: was it? <laughs> yeah. No, the Lake Parker Mall, you know, when I was a kid, the Lake Parker Mall was, you know, was, a hop, was a hop, 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 and cup type of place. <laughs> Memorial Boulevard was a little sketchy back then. <laughs> Yeah. And it was dark. Oh, it was dark. Because
3: yes. the ceilings were so low. Yes.
2: But oh, the, yeah. there was there was a Yeah. Look this up on the <laughs> internet, kids. No. There there was there was an old Wolco yes department store in there and the montgomery okay. ward was montgomery across the ward street the, uh, or monkey wards as we monkey called wards, it yes monkey wards <laughs> uh was on the other end of the mall and then but and then in between and sears. what and there's there were yeah there were right, sears was across the street, the street that was sears right, was right that was sears town.
1: And there was, was electric the, avenue or what was that called the oh goodness um not electric avenue it was um there was some sort of big electronic store and it wasn't like a Sam Goody, and it wasn't uh, right. Sound Advice. Right. No, it wasn't Circuit City. because Circuit City moved
2: up north side. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then, of course, you know, but, and, but
2: between Wolco and Monkey Wards, you had, you know, you had all the regular mall stuff. You right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, there was a
3: Joanne Fabrics in there, there because my mom worked uh, at right. that one. Yeah.
2: And and the, and there was a Twin Screen movie theater. Yes, I I remember the that. It was the first Twin Screen movie yes, theater. Yes, we were fancy. Yes. Because
3: we still had the two. We had two drive-ins when I was growing up. We had the one, the Silver Moon, is still there. Right. Silver Moon Funland, Funland, and, fun then, the, land, fun land, and uh, then the North Lakeland one, which is now where the um, right the Children's Hospital is. Yeah, up there on uh, Lakeland Hills. Uh, no,
2: no, no, that 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 was Silver Moon.
3: No, the one up in North Lakeland was where I saw Return of the Jedi. Thank you very much. Five minutes from my parents' house up in North Lakeland on Lakeland Hills Boulevard,
2: hmm.
3: right across from the highway, the the old DMV. Department of Highway Vehicle or um, okay, well Sheriff
2: I Station. That, okay, I because I mean I saw a bunch of movies there. I could have sworn mm-hmm. that was the Silver Moon. No, the and Silver so
3: Moon's out on ninety two, and okay. it's still there.
2: Yes, that's right, and it's, and it's still there. It's Silver Moon, and then and then and then the Funland
3: was out in Auburndale.
2: And Auburndale, and, 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 and then there was the South the South Lakeland one where, uh, uh, uh where well, what used to be the original South Wal- Lakeland Walmart was. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we didn't go out there. That was too far. That was where I saw Star Wars the first time. Ah,
3: See, I saw Return of the Jedi sitting on top of the van. And then Uh, my parents took me to see... well, they took me to see Spaceballs because they thought it was the same thing as Star Wars. <laughs> because And they were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> because, children, this was before the time when you could look up what a movie was on the internet. Yeah. And I also got to see um,
0: although, although, Ice
3: Pirates. Yes. Was that the name? I, I got to see that as a kid when it yeah. first came out because my parents thought that was like Star Wars, too. And so. Um, it
2: probably closer to Star Wars than Spaceballs. was. not but, so yeah. much.
3: Um, um, and you can't really leave a drive-in in the middle of a movie without drawing really? attention oh, to yourself. Really. okay, right. And I mean, you can, yeah, but you're but embarrassed. You're, 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 and and you kind of so, feel like a d bag.
2: But now, but now, to 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 question your parents, spaceballs. Mel came, Brooks, I was know was Mel Brooks. I know came out after Blazing Saddles. I know any anyone who doesn't know about Mel Brooks and what he does with movies after Blazing Saddles deserves what they get.
3: I think, yeah. in their defense, they just knew that their their lovely precocious daughter was obsessed with these. These space Star movies, Star Wars
1: space movies,
3: and said, Oh, that looks similar to this other movie that she keeps making us watch all the time whenever we can get it on VHS tape, and we should take her to that. And you know, we were sitting because we had a van, so we would sit up on top of the van, right? Um, and get eaten alive by mosquitoes and sit there to watch the movie with that the little the, box that, that up was the, the pre Zika
2: days, kids, yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. um. And we had a little smoke, the little coil things that yeah, you would light that yep. would kill, kick the smoke up. Yeah. Which didn't um, work with Did damn. not yeah. work at all. Kids, yeah, that's <laughs> where
1: I got my first case of West Nile <laughs> virus. So,
3: um, And so I remember sitting up there watching it and kind of doing the RCA dog head tilt. Like, what is going – all the jokes right over, over my wall, head yeah, and going – looks like Star Wars, but it isn't Star Wars, and I'm really confused in hearing my parents whisper furiously back and forth in the van below. Right.
1: <laughs> um, this was a horrible idea. <laughs> what the fuck were you thinking?
2: <laughs> yeah. and, and and then I'm surrounded by assholes. It's like, okay, <laughs> and, that's it. <in>
3: your... <laughs> and, you know, we were in a van, like not a minivan, this was a van-van, and you could not easily turn your van on and pull out of the drive-in without everybody realizing that you're pulling out of the drive-in yeah. in the middle of a movie. movie. But I did get to see Return of the Jedi there, too. So yeah. there was that.
1: Well, <laughs> definitely ha- have some good memories of that store. But, I mean, that, that was the first time I remember going there. And I remember... Um, going there a lot like in high school like I got like half my wardrobe from high school from that place uh, going from to the Fantasy thing. Factory oh, oh yeah okay. shirts yeah. yeah I got all yeah, kinds of shirts I had a kind of there, moment yeah. I was like yeah. wait we, what we had, we had a stupid amount well, you of still shirt shirts the
3: first time I went too no.
1: yes And it was one of the only places I knew at the time where you could kind of get that stuff. Like, there was no other... There wasn't, like, a... uh, A Spencer's and all that
2: shit. Well, there was Spencer's, but it was still the kind of slightly skeevy, almost
1: head shop, you know... It was weird. You going to go into
3: Spencer's with your parents. No, no. no. bingo. <laughs> yeah. Bingo, you did not.
1: Because, I mean, like, I, I think they might have even had dilders in there back then. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, there there was some weird shit back in the Spencer's. <laughs> back
3: like, then, they still have the bachelorette party uh,
1: Oh, house, do, so, they, do, you know, do they? Well, they they say. had that, and then they had, like, black lights, yes. and they had, like, the weird, like. The the, allegedly, Tracy. <laughs> yeah. The, the, allegedly. Allegedly. Like allegedly. But uh, but they had like the blacklight posters and you're right it was yeah. more like the the early '90s. Spencer's was almost like a head shop and kind of wanna be maybe semi adult store. But yeah. they didn't know what they were doing. Like they're like we, right we, we wanted of mall. It was we, we to, it it was to be in the, in the mall, but <laughs> we kind of smoke pot and like sex maybe i don't yeah. know like what the guy who who, well, who did but, it was thinking like but, what but, his idea was but, of putting but, but
2: that was together. their niche
1: yeah that was yeah. their niche i mean that
2: i mean that's one and, and and you
3: would see teenagers in there not looking at each other because nobody wanted to admit they were in there
1: in there but, but there, everybody w- wanted to be in there right because yeah street cred right yeah and there and would be like all, a fart machine right next yeah. to like yes. some other tchotchke <laughs> right that just didn't make any kind of sense right. so but
2: but that was their niche, and every mall wanted them because yeah. because they wanted. I mean, yeah. Oh, it was horrible stuff, and oh, that's not. But yeah. but they wanted them there because because of the dro- risque value, it drove traffic. Yeah, you know. And now it's you know
1: it's you know
3: especially if you put it near the food court because teenagers yeah. would sit there and wait to make sure no adults they knew were in the area,
1: mm-hmm. oh. and then scamper in and
3: then scamper in and then wait at the doorway and look and then scamper back out and.
1: Yep. See, you were more Allegedly. next level than me. <laughs> like I would just walk in, look around, and then just walk out. Like yeah. I, I, I guess maybe I was more brass. I had a
3: high school teacher living in my neighborhood. I had oh, to be more careful. You had than to be that. more yeah.
1: careful than that. So I was a good girl. Yeah. So. But that's something that we the kids don't have these days. Is I mean, we have malls, but it's definitely not the it's a different thing eighty nineties mall no. experience. So
2: well, plus and, okay, and this is going to make me sound like an old man yelling at clouds in the front lawn. Yeah. You know, but. But another part of it is, you know, kids today, it's different than when we were kids. Yeah. Yeah, It was different when you were a kid. I damn sure know it was different when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. There's not that sense of community amongst the kids either. Yeah. You know, kids know each other. Kids are friends. Yeah. Kids, they don't have their back, don't have each other's backs. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're going to do something. And -and so-and-so doesn't show up. Well, there's something better to do. Okay, no big deal. Shrug because yeah. tomorrow I'm going to have something better to do than hang out with you too. Yeah, but I'm still going to tell you I'm going to hang out with you. You know, because everybody's got cell phone, we got internet. You know, you can do everything. Back then, you had a bicycle. Yeah, and you could bicycle across town.
1: Yeah, because yeah, you we could. were free free range kids. <laughs> right, yeah. you were. Yeah. Right. yeah, you know,
2: you had bicycle, You had a bicycle. Eventually, you have a car. Maybe yeah. it's probably you probably borrowing mom's car. Yeah because uh, really it was only the rich kids that got their own car bought for them even yeah. a used car when but they were in high school. But even if you
3: didn't you could get dropped off at the mall. You could get yeah.
2: dropped off and stay there all goddamn day. Yeah.
1: cuz yeah.
3: your parents were thankful to get you out of the house. Yeah. Right. And Kevin Smith afternoon. made
1: a whole damn career out of that. Basically. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: I mean and 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 really even even when when Kevin made mall rats, yeah. made clerks and mall rats, it was already over then. Yeah. He's being nostalgic.
1: About yeah. like About, his kind of times right, and all that because
2: that shit d- didn't ha- wasn't even happening then. then now it no it just it just doesn't you don't have you know you know a, a, a when you hear the phrase roving pack of fifteen year olds today you, you lock your door bar the windows and call, and the, you, cops. And call the cops make sure your ha- make sure your rifle's loaded yeah <laughs> back then it's like Oh, God, they're going to be giggling
1: and they're wearing neon. Oh, God. But other than yeah. that, it was fine. Yeah. You know? it, But you don't even see that anymore. Like, I don't no. see the big groups of kids like we no. used to have back in the day. Like, they're on their, their cell phones and everything. And also, I think that's another reason why maybe the whole mall thing has changed because – I don't yeah. need to go to a mall because I can get it off of Amazon, or you know, if I'm going to the mall, it's because I'm going to a specific store for right. a specific mm-hmm. thing. And I'm going for to park spe- right next to it and yep. get in and get, get out. out yep. Get in and out. Like I'm not yep. walking around and right. spending the afternoon just kind of. I'm not browsing. Yeah, I'm not window shopping. I'm you know. just going in, and getting what I need, and leaving. You know?
2: And and I'm not hanging out with my people because I don't need to hang out with them. I can do that because I, I talk to them all the damn, damn time, time because my thumbs are on a phone keyboard.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Well, and I mean, it's, it's also one of those things. I mean, I remember as a kid, you went to the mall partly because as a teenager, you were too old to go play outside. Right. Because, you know, here in Florida, it was a thousand degrees and you wanted to be <laughs> in somewhere with air conditioning. Yeah. Um, and if you could, it, it was not as cool to have your friends over to your house or you go to your friend's house as teenagers. Right. Because what are you going to do? Sit down, maybe watch TV if that parent will let you. Or you could go walk around the mall without parents, feeling cool. Yeah, go in a window, you know, window shop, look at things, or sit down and chat, or whatever. And and so this doing away this whole change, and this is where I start sounding like Scott. This change from malls being indoor air conditioned spaces to go out Being and the park, fancy
1: outdoor mall, fa- fancy
3: outdoor mall where you cannot walk around, yeah, has destroyed. I think even that aspect yeah. of it too, because now where are they going to go hang out? Yeah. You know, yeah. And and so I think with that you just kind of see this this fracturing of the bigger communities, which then of course trickles down to the geek level yeah. and the fracturing of game communities. Because now that you can you can play online, mm-hmm. you know, you've got various video games that you can play on your own, you know, or whatever, or you can play online with your friends. Yeah. And now there are really great technology things available to play role-playing games online with your friends. Yeah. That you don't have to have a gaming table sitting around for four hours or, you know, was the record the kid did? Like eight hours one day? Like there are Saturdays that he leaves at 10 a.m. and we don't see him till 5. And he's up at the coffee shop gaming with friends.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah.
3: And, you know, and so it's, you know, we we being old school gaming kind of parents are like yes go go run a game somewhere other than the dining room table well and it's a (laughs) social aspect too it's getting them to (laughs) to
1: socially interact with people which i think is really good
3: and you know and not for nothing it puts gaming out in front of other people yeah you know they're not sitting in our house gaming they're sitting out in public gaming which which hopefully other people
1: to the hobby right But
3: so I think that's I think that's a big part of it. Is it's that whole bigger system of that fracturing of community that's mm-hmm. making it to where the gaming communities and why it seems like even when people encounter the Lakeland role playing guild they're shocked yeah that we're meeting like it's a whole brand new thing and it's, it's like, not no this
1: is year seventeen, like we've yeah, been right. around for a while.
2: So. Well, I mean I mean you know, we we have a, a couple of guys that are newer to the guild. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean they've been with us for about a year and a half. They you know came from out of state. Um and, and and they found us online and they came came to a meeting, and I remember their exact words the first night, fifteen minutes into them walking in the door. It's like, yeah, man, we we're, we're really excited about you know hearing about the, hearing about this group and seeing all this stuff. It's like, wow, all you people like like each other. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, well, yeah. Why would you be in a room if you didn't like all these people?
1: Well, I, I think sometimes in the gaming community there can definitely be fragments like there's this group doing this game over here and maybe they don't like the people doing this game over here because they're playing that particular game. So I can definitely see. It's funny. We're such a niche already. Why niche ourselves even more by drawing battle lines? But, I mean, there are some groups where you walk in and you see that and, like, there's clearly defined lines drawn in the sand and you're like, well, that doesn't make any damn sense. Well,
3: and, like, I think they, too, you know, after we got to know them a little bit more and we found out that they come from a culture of where where they were living, of it being very player versus player, and right. everybody's out for their own benefit yeah. as a player, and that's not the culture we have at no, the role Playing Guild. I mean, we're very clear, unless stated otherwise, every table is cooperative game. Yeah. And if you are out to to gut your other players your GM has a right to kick you off the table. Yeah. And if they're not comfortable doing that, they can come find an alderman and we'll kick you off the table and yeah. possibly out of the guilt. If that becomes a continuing issue. issue, um, because it's important that, like you said, we're already a niche yeah. thing. Why are we going to make people uncomfortable? You yeah. know? And, and I mean, we have, we have kids at our tables. We have people who are brand new to the, to the gaming hobby at our tables. And I, I, I personally will not stand for somebody turning off a brand new gamer yeah. because of their attitude. Yeah. You're you're gonna answer to me. Yeah. You know, and, and because I'm not gonna be okay with that.
1: Well, I think that's also what makes Lakeland Role Playing Guild such a nice safe space is because it's such a inviting atmosphere and then you all are cooperative and keeping it that way Mm -hmm. like you're not gonna let a rogue element come in and and change that which i think is really good which uh speaking of that go ahead and plug them real quick so we can go ahead and get those plugs in all right uh
2: our our home organization the lakeland role-playing guild um, you can find us online at lakeland-rpg.com you also can find us on facebook under lakeland Lakeland RPG. rpg and we also are on twitter to, a, to, to some smaller extent but we do use Twitter we are at Lakeland RPG mm-hmm. um, as we are here at Recon um, this is one of our convention outings and appearances all of our convention activities you can f- track us on Twitter
1: following the hashtag Dice on the Road and Scott do you want to go ahead and give us a plug for next year's Huracan which we are going to be at again yep um,
2: HMGS South Um, We'll be presenting Huracan 2012 from Thursday, September 28th through Sunday, October 1st. That'll be at the Park Inn by Radisson Resort and Conference Center in Kissimmee-slash-Orlando, Florida, um, off of U.S. Highway 192.
1: The theme for Huracan 2017 will be the Dark Ages. Well, I definitely want to thank you again, Scott and Tracy and Glenn, for coming on this very special Get Off My Lawn episode (laughs) of uh, the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Um, And of course, you can always find us at facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. You can find us at Twitter at Podcast show. You can find us on soundcloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast and hhpodcast show at gmail.com. And of course, when you're on the Twitter machine, there's not one, there's not two, but there are three hashtags. Hashtag Happy Hour Podcast. Hashtag HH Podcast Show. And, of course, as always, hashtag Deuces deuces on the Loose. Later.